You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, welcome day 17 of 21 Days of Prayer. And I want to share with you today an unusual text that I'll bet you haven't read recently, if ever. It's from the Old Testament in 2 Kings 6 and 7. And here's the story. Samaria is under siege by a foreign empire, and there's a great famine in the city. The text says, There was a great famine in the city. The siege lasted so long that a donkey's head sold for 80 shekels of silver and a quarter of a cab of seed pods for five shekels. Now, most Bible translators will add a footnote to that seed pods, which was actually another way to describe dove's dung. You heard me right. We're talking about a severe shortage of food in this city that dove's dung is now on the menu. Very little food is left to feed an entire city because the enemy has the city surrounded. And to give you a further picture of how desperate things are, a woman comes complaining to the king of Israel because she made an agreement with another lady friend. And the Bible says, then he, the king, asked her, well, what's the matter? And she answered, this woman said to me, give up your son so we may eat him today and tomorrow we'll eat my son. So we cooked my son and ate him. And the next day I said to her, give up your son so we may eat him. But she had hidden him. I mean, I understand we're talking about a situation of disastrous magnitude in the city of Samaria with things like this going on. Now, in chapter 7, we meet some guys with leprosy who have an idea. And these guys conclude, I mean, if we sit here and do nothing, we're going to die. So let's walk into the enemy enemy camp, and maybe they'll feed us. And if they don't, they'll kill us. We're no worse off because we're going to die anyway. So they walk into the enemy's camp. But before they get there, the Lord made like a strange noise around the camp. Maybe it was like a tornado or something. And the soldiers in the camp thought it sounded like approaching chariots and horses and like like there's a great army that they thought was about to attack. And so they panic and flee thinking they were running away was their only way to survive. So now when these hungry lepers walk into the camp ready to surrender to these soldiers, nobody's there. And they walk in and there's a feast spread all over the table. And these these lepers who thought they were goners now just kind of stumble into this enormous treasure. I mean, there's more food there than they can possibly eat. And then there's silver and gold and beautiful clothing there. They can't believe it. They've hit the mother load. It's like they've won megabucks or something. And they get this idea to start stockpiling some of this stuff so that they will be set for a long, long time. So they start hiding this stuff. Now, in the midst of stockpiling all these things for themselves, some of their internal lights start to go off, and they begin to have a guilty conscience, and they think about all the people who are starving back inside the city. And the text says, then they said to each other, we're not doing right. This is a day of good news, and we're keeping it to ourselves. If we wait until the daylight, punishment will overtake us. Let's go at once and report this to the royal palace. I mean, this provision is so large and the miracle is so exciting and the news is so wonderful. These lepers say, well, it'd be a crime for us to stay silent about this miracle. Let's go tell everybody people are eating dove's dung when they could be feasting on this incredible provision. 
And I say they go back into the city and they tell everyone what they found. And everybody from the town comes out to the camp and they find the food and they find the riches and the entire city is saved. Now the phrase that personally haunts me from this passage is when they say, we're not doing right. This is a day of good news and we're keeping it to ourselves. This is a day of good news and we're keeping it to ourselves. Ever feel like you're keeping the good news of Jesus to yourself while so many people around us are just poking around the garbage heap of dove's dump? Searching in all the wrong places for meaning to life as they go from bar to bar, toy to toy, from fun fix to fun fix, from lover to lover, from fad to fad, from hobby to hobby, trying to fill the hole in their hearts but coming up with even more emptiness. And then they try again and still come up hopelessly empty. And all the while, here I am, I'm just kind of stockpiling the light and grace of Jesus all to myself. This is a day of good news, and it's not right for any of us to keep this good news to ourselves. And so I'm reminding you, as I remind myself, we have found stockpiles of spiritual food. In our storehouses, we have eternal riches. It's not right that we keep it to ourselves. So let's keep praying, God, show me how to be a light. God, I thank you for this convicting passage, and it's convicting of me because so many times I feel like I just keep this good news to myself when I could be sharing it with people who need the riches of grace and hope and peace and purpose that you can give. God, help us not to keep it to ourselves. I pray that Eastside will be a place that shares the light boldly. And I lift all these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, don't forget this weekend, we've got great things planned on every campus. It's Friends and Family Weekend. Couldn't be a better opportunity to invite somebody to come hear the good news. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 